Tune in This weekend car audio Audio Tune in Tune in What we talking about bass Talking about chips Talking about rings You ain't got them zip your lip You got a problem you haven't found Check your grounds The show about to start Start Tune in 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 this week in car audio, audio. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in. Tune this week in car audio. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, and movie star, internet sensation, Mr. Jeffrey <laughs> Fernandez. What's hey, going what's on, up? Jeff? Uh, you know, nothing much. Just chilling. How about you? Cool. Uh, just, you know, we had Autorama this weekend. Everything worked oh, out man. good. Um, so you guys can see I am sharing to all of my um, uh, car audio things. Steve, if you can share to whatever you can share to, that would be great, too. Um, uh, did you have a show this weekend, Jeff? Uh, no, it was actually last weekend. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, and we talked about yours last weekend. Um, so I had Autorama. For you guys that don't know, Autorama here on the West Coast is a big old, bad old uh, show. It's awesome. Uh, they gated 17,000 people on the day that we were doing uh, our event. And they put us right next to the front gate. I mean, you've been to Autorama before, right, That's Jeff? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so where else in the world do you guys get an opportunity to show off your ride to 17,000 people that paid $20 a head just to come Seriously. in and check out different rides, and you're the first ones they get to see? Right. So that's awesome. OK, so our guest this week is uh, Steve Sorrento, Sorrentino. Sorry, Steve Sorrentino. Uh, he um, was back in 2003 and 2004 was a short time world record holder for extreme five plus. Um, you want to get us going as talking to him, Jeffrey, while I finish sharing? Sure. So, uh, Steve, um, so like Doug was saying, um, so you were competing uh, early 2000s, was it? Yes. Yep. Okay, was Basically, it I competed 97 to 2004. Wow, 97. So was yeah, it well, uh, a particular organization or you were a little mixture of... Uh, I was with USAC and DB Drag. USAC and DB Drag. Okay. Yep. Okay. And uh, you were doing Extreme, right? Extreme 5 yes. Plus? Five to eight, extreme five to eight. Extreme five to eight. Okay, that's that's what it was back then, huh? Um, so tell us about your ride and uh, what you yep. had in it. Well, back then I had a, um, I don't remember what year it was, but it was an Astro van. I had uh, five M MTX RFLs and twenty of the fifteen hundred point ones. Oh, okay. All MTX, huh? All MTX. So yep. how was your build back then? I'm 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 trying to think. Extreme cars back in the two so he, 2000s. he I don't think he was a fourth order back then. He was just a straight Not wall or a power Probably wedge, just right? A wall and yeah, it was just basically a power wedge, maybe. Basically a ported box. <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, do, were you converted over to uh, driver side port subs, passenger side driver side port? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, right now we got uh, Manny or uh, uh, Woody McDonald watching in on YouTube. I got Manny Alejandre watching. Um, uh, he says, "Great show this weekend at Autorama." Hey, one thing I do want to bring up before we get too far into this: um, one of our viewers is um, 
uh, Tristan and Tiffany uh, from Barbados, right? There are Barbados brothers and sisters out there. Um, uh, let's see. I don't want to get this wrong, so I want to say it exactly how they sent it to me. So Tristan, uh, he went to another island. Um, it doesn't say on here specifically what island he went to. So he went to an event. It was hosted by six uh, VI or six international audio. Um, and it was a sound quality, uh, 360 sound. Speakers are installed all over the vehicle, including the grills, bumpers. So I think it's more like the Pankadao type installs. Oh, where, okay. you know, like, well, you said you were at Slam, Steve. So uh, <laughs> it was those noisy, annoying trucks driving around. So that's mm -hmm. what they do over in the islands. Um, the stunt walls, I think they're called, right? Yeah. Yeah, stunt yeah, walls, stunt yeah, walls okay. or, or turtle boxes or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, I know I'm saying it wrong, but sorry. <laughs> I don't. Uh, um, this is a format that was started in the Virgin Islands. Um, and then it's got a few, huge following in Orlando. Uh, we're peeping them all the way from uh, Texas, New York, Atlanta, and the islands, obviously. Um, let's see. Categories they have are just like DB Drag. They start in factory and then go all the way to extreme modified. Uh, anyway, so the car he went there and tuned uh, took first place. He grudged matched the class above his, and the guy kindly bowed out and did not want to go against him. So well, he must have tuned that car pretty well. Um, he says he's got more shows coming up again in St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John's. So um, if you guys want to check those out, go to check out their uh, web page, which is um, Sounds. Uh, dude, how come I'm so bad now? Um, <laughs> what is that? That Sounds. You know what it is. Dang it. Um, <laughs> SQ Sounds. That's what it is. SQ sounds. SQ sounds out of Barbados. You can go to their uh, Facebook page or whatever, and you can see more information about what they did there. So anyway, so uh, congratulations to Tristan on um, on doing that, getting the opportunity to hop islands nowadays, uh, which uh, which is nice. It's been I think he said three years since he's been able to island hop. So which is cool. All right. Yes. Now back to our main guest today. I just and I just want to say, uh, guys, if you haven't experienced um, uh, Autorama, you guys got to do that. We did a great video spot. Uh, I think you saw it, didn't you? See it, Jeffrey, uh, oh, with yeah. the news. Yeah. Uh, we had a we did a great spot with the news. Oh, uh, we did um, we did my live feeds. Oh, Jeffrey, wait till you see what I got coming up with my next live feed. Um, I found a way to transpose the numbers right on the screen, and uh, I'm a, I, I think it's gonna work. And if it is, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna revolutionize the way that um, I live stream my events. Yeah, that was a um, it was an option right on the term lab. I think there uh, might have been one. It, so there there is, but the problem is, is when I use that option, um, it draws resources away from the term lab computer. So oh, I set up yeah. a different different computer altogether, but I'm going to be able to import the screen from the term lab right onto the laptop screen so that oh, cool. Okay. Anyway, so wait till you see what I got working out. Uh, I ordered the stuff. It's supposed to be here on Wednesday or Thursday, and I may do a handful of um, uh, may do a handful of 
trial runs just to make sure everything works. The audio came out really well. It's only taken me, what, 10 months to figure out the audio on that stuff. <laughs> but I think I got the audio worked out. Now we're going to work on the visual. And like I said, um, any of my shows that I do, you can watch them live on Facebook and YouTube. Anyway, so back to Steve. Steve, so yes. you were all MTX built. Did you have one of those big old jackhammers, the ones that hang from the uh, engine no. hoist? I had the RFLs. That's what the reverse surround, right? Or yep. the yeah, kind of reverse. I still got one in my basement. Oh. In the, oh. the recone. So the surround went down instead of up? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I really knew if it helped or not. Or it, it did. I don't think it, I don't think it hurt. <laughs> I don't think it, it hurt, hurt either. What it helped was uh, your uh, wall. If you you know you didn't have that extra inch and a half sticking out, so you could move oh, your wall right, exactly. Yeah. And also, when you reconed them, you had to flip them over to unscrew the um, ring. Oh, you oh, did. Okay. Yeah. So that's why they did it. I believe that's why they did it, because you mm -hmm. had to unscrew the ring from underneath. Huh, that's yep. interesting. And there was no glue used on those except for the wow. dust cap. It's all it bolted like in. The, uh, JLs, right? The JLs. Yeah, the JLs went that way with the. Uh... So wish they still did it like that. <laughs> uh, It'd be a lot less messy, huh? Oh, good the lord. The CA glue is toxic. <laughs> oh, it is. And here in the state yeah. of California, you can't even carry more than I think a pint of it without getting a uh, hazmat certification for. Your oh, facility, yeah. so live in California. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you know, yeah, we do, or Jeffrey did. Yeah, yeah. He no longer does he... anymore. Let me um, guess, Vegas, uh, Texas. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He moved to Texas. I'm considering Texas as an alternative. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, let's talk about your uh, so. You retired from DB Drag, so let's ask what brought you to that decision. I sold my store, and I I was in a bad way. Okay. So I got out of it, tried to straighten my life out. I, I got it eventually straightened out. <laughs> you know, got a new wife. <laughs> got rid of the old wife, got a new oh. wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> okay. Took me a while, but I got a nice family now, and I'm happy with it. And she actually pushed me back into getting into it. Oh, good, awesome. Yeah. Jeffrey and I are still working on our first wives, so <laughs> we're we're boring kind of guys, you know. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> hey, but sometimes when you when you're doing like DB drag, you know, it takes yeah. a lot of your time. Yes. And, yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to step away a little bit. I mean, I've I've done yeah. it. Maybe took a year or two off. Uh, when I was competing and uh, you know, like, like I would tell people, Hey, you know, take some time off. If you need to, yep. we'll still be here, you know, and exactly that's what's going on. So there was a course of over three years when I had a um, brand new dually, I put over a thousand, a uh, hundred thousand miles on it. Just going to shows because wow. there was nothing up here. There still isn't. So who's going to be your judge up, up there? there? Anything up in New England. That's why I became a judge again. Oh, yeah. I had my first show. Saturday, so, and my next show is Saturday, <laughs> so <laughs> I gotta get it back up here. There's a couple. I've already got my hotel room for World Finals, so I'm going no awesome. matter what, yeah. no matter what place I'm in, I'm going. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, I gotta ask who Calvin is. Oh, uh, is a buddy of mine from uh, SoCal. Uh, he's out of the uh, 
the uh, 29 Palms area. Okay. He's, uh, he, he was a big competitor back in the day when we were competing, when I was competing, and uh, I think he's slowly getting back into it too. So. All right. <laughs> well, he, he says the only reason you're doing better is because you left him for Dana. Oh, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, okay, so that's you, you just left. You know, life circumstances yeah. came. Um, you ended up leaving, and uh, now you're back. Uh, was there anything that really um, kind of made the decision for you to come back, or just your wife? Uh, yeah. or MTX, actually, uh, they sent me the RFL I got under my house. Now, they sent me one to test out to see if it still could perform two years ago. So I bought a caravan, put 115 in, did an 8,000 watt amp on it. And my wife said to me, are you going to half-ass this? I said, I guess <laughs> not now that you gave me, you basically just gave me permission. Don't ask how much I'm putting into this now. Yeah. But she was good enough. She bought my first two 22Ks for me. She bought uh, them. MTX has a 22,000-watt amp? No, no. American Base. Oh, American AB. Base 22. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. Bobby on here one of these times. Um, It's just, it's. You know, he's a pr pretty busy guy and he's hilarious. Oh, dude, he is. So I'm trying to get him on here. He wants to come on. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of us getting together in time yeah. to schedule. It, yeah, you know? yeah. It's hard even to get in touch with him sometimes because he's so busy. I know. You know what? Oh, I'm a, I think I'm going to make it a point to get a hold of him and try and get him on here next week. How's How that? many companies, you know, that are that big that the owner answers the phone? That's the greatest well, thing. Well, there, there's a couple. I mean, American yeah. Base is pretty big, but I would yeah. say DD, the owner answers the phone. Um, Sundown, ans owner answers the phone. So, I mean, oh, those are. I've called DD. I didn't know it was the owner. So. Yeah. So the the owners answer the phone there. So, I mean, yeah. those, those are pretty good sized company. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, RE used to, but they, I don't think they do anymore. No. Um, but, but yeah, that's a good indication of you yeah, know, it's a good in, how, yeah. how good of customer service uh, they yep. provide. If the, you know yep. the owner picks up the phone, you know that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, no, no, that's way cool. Uh, so your wife says, um, you ain't gonna half-ass this. Well, Jeffrey and I know a little something about not half-assing stuff. Right. <laughs> um, that's why we did this. So, uh, so you're becoming a judge. So you did a one X show this weekend, right? Right. And yep. what's your intention to become a multi-point judge? Uh, 2X, yes, 3X, we, what are you, where are you going? At least a 2X because we have nothing in the Northeast. There is, once Sam retired, we had no more judges up here. Okay. I'm trying to get Sam to come back. He won't. No, he, you know what? He, he is won't. super busy, and when he's not busy, he's fishing. I think he's busy fishing. He, he is. He's busy fishing. He's busy fishing. <laughs> I would agree with that. Uh, that's somebody who probably fishes more than I do, and there's not a whole bunch of those in the world. I right. fish. I probably fish 300 days a year. So. Well, I got a, my, a guy on my team. His uh, nickname is Lunkers, Lunkers Landers. He uh -huh. puts on tournaments out in New England here. Oh, so you cool. might fish more than you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I do a lot of fishing. I, I only do yeah. largemouth bass, and it's literally 26 feet from my back door to my fishing spot. Oh, okay. So yeah. that makes it easy. Yeah. yeah, you... <laughs> so, yeah. He, he kind of got that. He's got a tow a boat and everything. You could just go out there. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right, so so you're gonna come back. Um, I did notice that it said Super Street one to two uh, for your yep. class this year. Is that mm -hmm. the direction you're going? That's it. Yep. So who is that? Is that Rob Collar in Super yeah, Street? That's Rob. Yeah. A lot of tough competition. I actually got his old subs in my Scion right now. <laughs> which ones? Which subs? I'm running with his old subs. Which subs are they? <laughs> the incriminator wardens. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he stepped up to the R3s or whatever now, or R4s. or Yeah, the 21s he's running. I'm only running 18s. He switched over to 21s. I was down there what, a couple weeks ago at Collier's Call-Out. Okay. Okay. But not competing. Right. I didn't Well, I didn't have my vehicle to compete with, put it that way. Okay, so one of the requirements to become a multi-point judge is you have to go and assist at a uh, multi-point event, which uh, – Multi-point event, are you scheduled to help out at? I'm planning on going to Excess Power. If you could. Oh, yeah. okay. I think, Down in I think Tennessee. Kramer, Kramer uh, does that, right? Yeah. Tennessee. I don't know. I got to get with um, I got to get with Wayne tomorrow and figure out how to, how I go about that. And also, I got to submit my result, my um. Event uh, results for this yeah, last weekend. Yeah, the thank you. Okay. Um, so, so could you, um, so there's other people. So he, here's what I'm going to say about you. You saw a need for a judge in your area. There's yep. no other judges. Nope. Um, Oklahoma say, or, um, Nebraska, there's no judge anywhere even close to there. Right. So right. what, how, what would you tell somebody that uh, wants to become a, a judge in their area or to help grow shows in their area? Well, if they're passionate enough about DB drag, they could take it upon themselves or talk to a friend about it or just try and get somebody more involved. Okay. And so it's easy to start a 1X exactly, event. It doesn't exactly. take much money. It You know, you're just going to have the magnum, the two senses, the two clamps, and it's just, it's $100 for a 1X event. It's not doesn't cost a lot to have an event. Right. So you got to pay the $100 sanctioning fee, right? Right. Um, you got to have a certain amount of banners, right? Right. Yeah, um, I think that was another 100 Okay. And then uh, basically when you're done with your show, you email the results over to Wayne. Wayne uploads right. them for you. Okay. Um, and uh, so just so you know, I offer this to all the judges. It doesn't matter where they are. If you ever yep. have any issues, text, call, whatever, me, and I will absolutely help resolve any of the issues that you have. Um, well, I got your number today, so I'll be calling <laughs> I, you. I've been doing this uh, 22 years as a judge. Oh, um, I know. So, so, <laughs> you were there when I was there. Yeah. So, so trust me. So trust me. If there's an issue, I've had it, <laughs> and I know my workarounds to get you through your show. And I if think you, ever you were have, a 1X when I was there. <laughs> Uh, I was a 1X up until 2005. Oh, yeah, and you And then were, I man. became a 3X. Well. And then in 2007, I became a 4X. Nice. So, nice. and then since then, I, my, I would say my duties have increased in what I do since then. Right? Right. So I do I, a lot more involved. Um, but, I mean, you can ask Jeffrey. Uh, I don't. Like I said, I don't try to flex what I my experience in this and that. We when we when we discuss rules, we discuss them as a group. 
Right. Um, as a matter of fact, we just had a uh, group meeting, what, like two weeks ago, Jeff? Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah and we discussed um, a couple of rules, and Wayne got them out, got the answers out, and posted on the website. Right. Uh, more clarifications. Yeah, more clarifications. Um, Ray Choi called me today about a questionable rule that he found down in Brazil, and we ended up. I agree with what he said. He said he talked to other judges, and I don't doubt that. That's um, Us as a judging group, as you start to do judge shows and whatnot, yeah. you'll find that um, you know we're all open, and I just ask us questions, and we'll do our best to answer it for you, and we'll try and help you out. So, oh, nice to know. Um, and like I said, I'm so available. So I do have a question times. for you. Go ahead. I do have a question about Super Street for you then. Okay. So, they said the side glass can be replaced with basically plexi, thin plexi, or safety glass. Safety glass is what they safety said. Safety glass. Yeah. Yes. And the windshield could be double pane. That is correct. Can you use gorilla glass on the windshield? So there's a maximum thickness in the rules, and I don't and know what it. thickness gorilla glass okay. is. So, so if you can get gorilla glass to factory, Yes. Yeah, or what they, or what they double. say, OEM, uh, you know, OEM. Or yeah. double, thickness. right? Well, there's a oh. max thickness of what it can be. Right. Okay. Right? And I'm I don't know what that is. Um, and uh, if I did know off the top of my head, I would tell you. So, yeah. but, uh, but yes, there is a rule for that, and I would pull it up and I would send it to you. But uh, anyway. Okay. So, so that's real simple. Um, Super Street 1 to 2. Uh, one thing I would suggest to you, which I do also, is um, I honestly don't even know what class anybody is in. The It's a big deal because um, people ask me all the time, oh, so what's in that guy's car? I couldn't tell you because for me to judge your vehicle, I don't care what brand you run. I don't right. care what amplifiers you run. You're Super right. Street 1 to 2. Do you have two subwoofers in there? We're good, right? Is Do it? you have the right voltage? Is everything behind the B pillar? Any questions you got about your car, I don't have an answer for. Right. So I would make that as a suggestion to you as a new judge. Um, if you need help with logistics, like you send me a yeah. uh, screenshot of a um, uh, like Google Earth, I'll help you set stuff up. I'll tell you what you need, you know. Trash cans. That's something people forget all the time is just put out right. a couple of trash cans. That's a big deal. It is. Um, because we've been kicked out of parking lots uh, for leaving them dirty. So, you know, just simply putting out trash cans. And I will tell you, our uh, competitors are actually really good about cleaning up if we just remind them. So they're really good guys, uh, whatnot. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, so so that's what got you back into it. Uh, what's your plans as far as competing? I mean, are you looking for the 172 number? Uh, where are you going with this DV drag thing? I'm looking to compete with Rob. That's oh, okay. all. 170 plus? Looking for a little competition with Rob. I'm not calling a number. I'm not saying nothing about that. So, so you, I don't uh, want to be embarrassed by the end of the year because he'll turn it off. <laughs> You're running his old woofers, and then you're gonna uh, compete with him in the same class. I'm running his old woofers, but not the same soft pots. Ah, I see. Okay. And, yeah, and a way smaller vehicle, I think. 
but in the, his vehicle's proven. His vehicle's proven. Yeah. So is uh, Gorman's. It's the same vehicle. Yeah. So, ah, okay. That's that's one of the reasons I was out there down there to call his call out to figure out mm-hmm. what I'm doing wrong. And way back in the day, we used to just take it off pause and play it full blast. And now it's all roll up and you got to have some, I don't know, what is that called? Like finesse? Willpower, not just to crank it all the way up. You're going to so slow a, roll it. A up. little finesse? Yeah, and I, uh, yeah. yeah, I was never one for that. And now I'm relearning because I went through a lot of recones. A lot of recones. <laughs> a lot of subs. I, I, have, I have old T3, TSN, NS subs from uh, yep. Now Prodigy Audio. Uh-huh. And yeah, uh, move, Jonathan. Yep. Yeah, Jonathan uh, built my C Max bank, and uh, I never ran lithium before. I didn't even know what it was back in the day. We, it's new, and I'm looking at this thing. It's like two by three, <laughs> and it does as much as forty AGMs. I'm like, what exactly. the hell? And, and it weighs a third of one of the AGMs. <laughs> before the bus. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah, yeah gotta, the, the gotta, bus weighs more than anything else on those things. Yes, it does. I got a 235 in here with super caps from uh, Scotty Johnson, Excess Power, but uh, mm-hmm. those are the they're, they're 11, uh, 22 pounds each. I was like, what are these? That I went to pick it up, and it was 11 pounds. I almost threw it over my head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a regular weight AGM battery. I didn't know because. Yep. You know, I was running tra- eight, eight volt train starter batteries in my MTX van. Right. We're and and those volts. were and those were eighty pounds a piece or something, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they were like two feet long with big yep. handles on the side and Oh, did you have the North Stars? I had the Decus. I had Decus. Yep. Right uh, we got a Deca factory right well a, a Deca plant right up the street from us. Yep. They are so they're also the ones who make the yellow tops and the yeah. you know the um, whoever makes that yellow top, blue top, uh, op- Optimus. 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 Yeah, Optimus. Yeah, yeah Optima. Optimus is Optimus. Radio Shake. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Optimus. Yeah. Optima <laughs> batteries. Yeah, we used to train those things and get extra voltage out of them, and you know, yeah. we used to do all kinds oh. of cool stuff. So, speaking of what we used to do, um, any of the great memories from the past? Any particular shows and whatnot that you uh, could share with us? Well, you, can you repeat that? You kind of cut out. Um, do you have any great memories at, or shows from the past that you can share with us? Oh, every single World Finals. In, so, okay. In so, Nashville. In so Nashville. Hold on. Hold on. I want to start this off. So, since you've left, <laughs> we've always had World Finals separated since 2007. Okay. Right. So, this year for our 25th anniversary, obviously, you know, we're coming together for one location. Right? Did not know that. That's oh, you awesome. did not know that. So no. that's so Kentucky is going to be our single location. Now, that's great. somebody that's never been to a single location world finals, which there's not a lot out there now. Right. Because you're talking. Right. It's been 18 years since we've done that. So tell them some of the memories, some of the things that you remember from having a single location world finals. Oh, it was just great. We had tons of spectators. It was the, the event location was the greatest thing we had down in Nashville. Oh, and, Nashville uh, days. Yeah, Nashville, oh, yeah. Was, Nashville was crazy. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, everybody got along. There was 
everybody can look in anybody's vehicle. Just what do you got to hide? Like open your vehicle up. If you got to hide something, you know, you're up to something. And we had a couple people like that. Yeah. I don't remember exactly who, but there was a couple people that either had pitch black tinted windows or would never open their vehicle. So, but everybody else was like, you know, I hung around with the, with Arthur, Turjan, Shake, mm. oh, okay. and all them. And it was great. We, you know, yeah. even the guys from Frankie Valenti from Toronto, we, you know, everybody got along. I even hang, hung around with Jamie DeLapiz, who beat me every year. Every time I went against him, he beat me. Yeah. So, but, you so know, you were a temporary. There's no hard feelings for any of them. Oh yeah, you were a temporary world record holder until Jamie, until Jaime actually did a run. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, speaking of Jaime, did you see that picture? Yes, uh, I saw it. Posted <laughs> with uh, Sam. I saw so, it. They were uh, at some table at a restaurant, and he said something about he was coming back. Or wow, thought he was coming out of retirement. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. Uh, I guess whatever class he goes in, I gotta go against him, right? Totally right. <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know if the wife's gonna go for an extreme build. Though. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> you know what? There's so many extreme cars that are already pre-built and not being used nowadays. It would behoove you if that's the direction you were gonna go, buy one that's already, yep. you know, at least the shell's done, right? Because I mean, there's yeah. a lot of work in the shell. I actually had mine crushed at a uh, junkyard. Oh, wow. All right, Lucas. I can't have it. Nobody can. No, I was just, like I said, I was not, I was not in a good way. So I just got rid of it. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so like um, part of the thing about world finals in one location, the competition is cool and that's fun. And that's one thing. But in mine, in my experience with world finals, it's what happens after the show that holds your memories and right. is you get to hang around with people you've never met. Yep. But, but honestly, you guys have so much in common, even though you've right. never met them, it's like your brothers exactly, and sisters and whatnot. Right. And that's what makes us a community. Yes. And, and so, so can you tell me, do you have any, um, do you have any stories from uh, that you can share that uh, may have happened, uh, allegedly may have happened at a uh, hotel oh. afterwards? <laughs> oh, you know, Probably. keep names out of it to protect the innocent. Oh boy, that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> I remember getting thrown out of a lot of places in Nashville, but. I remember who I was with. I ain't going to say nothing, but we all had a good time and we weren't from all the same country. That's We all did the same exact thing and partied the same. It was just all good times, fun, and nobody's feelings ever got hurt when you beat them. It yeah. was just a good time, no matter what place you came in. It's like one year I came in ranked first. At DB Drag Finals, I lost to Jamie. Yep. And the next year, I limped in and came in eighth. Still had a good time. Mm -hmm. It was one year removed that I was first, and then I was eighth. <laughs> and I just got decimated. Yeah. Because the senses yeah. came into play, and I never adjusted. Oh. 
Okay. I did not so, adjust. So that was my next question. So the sensors are actually even more different now than when oh, you originally came. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the new sensors versus the old stick mics? You've never been on a stick mic. The sensor's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been on a stick mic and now you're just transferring over to a sensor, you're going to be hurt. You're going to have... You're going to hurt your feelings, huh? Upset. Yeah. You're going to be very upset. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, those of uh, our listeners that uh, don't know, the stick mics are were the old audio control mics, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. That used to cause a lot of <laughs> pain and yep. trouble when mm -hmm. you would. Uh, well, you know, lane choice was was crucial, right? One mic yeah. might be three dB hotter than the other mic. Typically, mm -hmm. they were a couple of tenths difference. Yeah. yeah. And it was consistently which one was hot. Um, but I've seen over 3 dB on a mic before on one lane. Yep. And that's that's really brutal because you can have somebody by 2 dB pick the wrong lane, poof, you're gone. Yep. I've also seen that a different Is he freezing organizations, on okay. world final, bit, yeah. someone do a 180. Oh. Yeah, go someone ahead. Someone do a 180 in okay. dead silence. So I saw somebody in a different organization, World Finals, do a 180 with dead silence after the burp. Really? Yeah. I'm just saying, was, back in the 2000s, 2003. This was like 98. This was uh, 98. I think the, the last year we did the stick mics, uh, we may have seen a Super Street 1-2 vehicle do a 170.8 or something like that. I and think it, that was... Uh, Oh, I know who's bastard, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. That was oh. Steve Azevedo. Yeah, oh, okay. Azevedo. Yep. He was doing Super Street one to two. He was doing Super Street one to two, and his car was only about a one sixty four. But he <laughs> found a way to peak the mic. No, I'm just just telling you. I that was the that was the stick mics, right? Isn't that it? was yeah. the stick mics. Yes, that was the yeah. stick mics, and that's how important uh, lane choice was. Is so I. I was part of the team yeah. going against him and our vehicle had him by two and a half, three DB. I mean, it wasn't even close. We were by far the loudest vehicle at world finals. And, um, the person on our team that was designated to watch the lanes, cause that's how you did it back then. Right. There's somebody that has to watch the yeah. lanes on your team and he tells you what lane to go in, what lanes hot, right. especially if you're the top qualifier. Right. Right. So we were number one qualifier. Steve was like number six or seven so he won the first round went against us in the second round and he goes 170.8 or something we're like sick no that is wrong we know steve's number we were helping him test we know he's 2db behind us on his good day and uh yep and best we could pull off was like a 166 something against him and poof we go so that was our uh, guy who was supposed to watch the lanes. It was 100% his fault. Um, anyway, uh, so any, any, uh, so, oh, so when we were at, um, in uh, Nashville, that was 4th Street. That was right around the corner, right? Isn't that what that place yep. is called, 4th yeah, Street? Yeah, see, I believe so. You can see where the Nashville Predators play. You can see where the Titans play, right? Right from the hotel, it was great. Yeah, yeah. And there was Hooters up the street. I remember Hooters, <laughs> right up the street. 
Yep. And, and then we we used to have a competitor party, right? Yep. The competitor party was always good. It was either at a nightclub yeah. or whatnot. So Wayne's actually going to bring that back, Solis. You know, Wayne, Solis, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Solis is going to uh, bring back. They're going to have a competitor party. They're going to have some giveaways. They're going to have all the same stuff we used to do back in the day when we had one location. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, um, what would be your suggestions to – so like here, the guys in California uh, – there's Brian Nyman. He's been to a one location world finals. And I think that's it. That is still competing. And Brian Nyman can't compete right now because he's got a medical issue. So that means I will have nobody on the West Coast that's ever been to a single location final. What suggestions would you have for them to get them ready to come out uh, for a, a single location uh, world finals? Just prepare to have fun. And be meet fellow competitors that have the same mindset as you. There is everybody is there for the same reason, just to have fun, compete, win a trophy. It's about it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and don't be afraid to ask someone to, you know, just ask questions, right? Yeah. I mean, those guys are there. They're, they'll talk to yeah. you. I mean, Rusty will tell you how many times did he, you know, meet somebody at World Finals, and that's what helped him get loud overall. Now, Jeff's team, XSSPL, right. they were their own thing. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeffrey, you've been to a, a single location World Finals before, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my first my first uh, finals was in uh, Nashville. Okay. And is there something yeah. that you remember about Nashville that um, – May I'm and I, I don't want to discredit the different locations for world finals, but mm -hmm. what was one advantage that you saw with a single location world finals versus the other one? Um, I think that couple of years, the first couple of years that I went, um, so essentially we had the uh, competition area, which was pretty much down in the basement, and mm -hmm. um, the competitor. Uh, rooms were just you just took an elevator and you go to your floor and you're right in your room you know you didn't have to yeah. travel you didn't have to i remember uh we were trailering and then we parked next to the uh uh convention center slash hotel i forget what it was called uh regency might have been hilton wasn't uh, it hilton think, uh, it was it a hilton. With an r was it in hilton it might be been hilton uh, regency or something like that yeah but uh yeah and it was like so you know Everybody was done competing, you know, we'd just call, okay, hey, you know, uh, let's go down, check out 4th Street or something like that. We'd call the guys and just uh, meet up at the uh, yeah. the lobby and just, you know, walk out to the uh, to the street and, you know, have a little bit of fun outside of the competition. Right. Um, you know, stuff like that location was cool, you know. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to do a lot of driving, you just, you just drove to get there, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then your room was right upstairs and, you know, that was, that was kind of cool back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I yep. I think this place in Kentucky is something similar, uh, where okay. like it was like Louisville, where literally mm -hmm. across the street was the convention center or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know a yeah, whole I bunch think, about it, but that's my understanding. I think that's the hotel I got is literally across the street from it. I already booked the hotel, so. So you got to go now. I gotta <laughs> go. <laughs> gotta go. I just gotta get my points. Yeah, uh, and, and for me personally, it. Um, I had a great time just uh, meeting people from other areas that I never had a chance to meet 
prior. Right. Um, meet DB Don in person down there, right? I bought subwoofers from him and stuff like that. Uh, you guys that um, on the West Coast, maybe you're running Incriminator. I guarantee Nick will be there. You guys will get a chance to meet Nick Wright. Um, Jonathan DeMuth, I'm sure he's going to be there at World Finals. You know, all these people that you may have met. Uh, Rusty Flowers, now he's pretty open to being met here on the West Coast. I mean, it, it's not very hard. You just let him know you're coming over to his shop, and he'll be there, and he'll meet with you. Um, but, you know, him and Justin Hankey most likely are going to be there. Um, you know, Roger, I'm sure, is going to be at World yeah. Finals. Roger, Roger and that, that guy, really Jeff. You get to see the, uh, the movers and the shakers of the industry. That's you what do. was cool about World Finals because, you know, they had booths there too. You know, I, I hopefully we'll right. get to see that again. We had manufacturer support. You know, they, they even sponsored, I think Audubon sponsored a, uh, a bikini contest. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the Hawaiian yeah, Tropics bikini contest. Tropics. Yes. 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 I don't yes. know nothing about that. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, no. Who are the judges? Who are the judges for that? Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah, that was that was another cool thing that I forgot to mention. But yeah, you get to see all the movers and shakers of the industry there. And, uh, you know, you get to talk oh. to them. Yep. And, yeah, and, and really, you don't just talk to them there. Um, you're one of their clients. Uh, yeah. Good probability you're going to see them afterwards in a way more relaxed setting and get to know these people, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. am I wrong? No, nah, you go there to make connections. You know, yes. And... Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's a it's a great opportunity, especially if you want to looking for. Yeah, that's it, what this industry yep. thrives on. Yep. I mean, especially if you're somebody. Like, if you're going to make a name for yourself at the show, right? You're going to come right. in. You're going to stomp everybody in World Finals. Um, you're going to demo the hell out of your vehicle. All that stuff. This is your opportunity to show off to these manufacturers and show them that you could be an asset to them and maybe work out some deals for you guys, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, you know, the the demo guys. How it works. Huh? That's how it works for me at one of the USAC World Finals. That's how I got my van built. I got fully sponsored by okay. doing my own thing for two years at USAC. They recognized what I did there. I was able to build my extreme vehicle. Okay. And with a DB Dragon, set a world record with their stuff. Uh, Al Romero, um, he wants to know your thoughts on mixing different size subs. <laughs> no. For SPL, that's an absolute no-no. No, if you mix well, it, I mean, mid ranges. A background, a little background on Al uh, Romero. He uh, he actually, uh, I think he he's mixing some 15s and 18s. But you know, you got to be the person who knows what they're doing. Like actually, uh, Chad Geary uh, built Al's uh, vehicle, and uh, you know he's uh, he's got it playing really well, even though he's got uh, mixed size subs. I guess it just depends on what your end goal is. Right. Um, right. You know. But for him, it's working I guess out. A lot of people give him slack. So, so when if I if it first, works, it works. Yeah. So when yeah. I first started uh, building my car, my first car for SPL, I had two 15s sealed facing up. I had two tw 12s facing forward in the middle, and then two oh. 10s sealed on the bottom. Um, each one in its own individual box. Um, I didn't know any better, and I ran all <laughs> of that off of a punch 150. So um, that tells you how long ago that was. And that punch 150, 
Huh? <laughs> Did it sound good to you? Uh, it sounded awesome. I was probably the <laughs> second or third loudest guy in Reno. I had a Punch 150, a Hyphonics 150, and a Hyphonics 100 to, to power all that stuff. Had a couple <laughs> of 6x9s uh, from Pioneer in the rear deck. Um and had some uh had the center dash speaker in the trans am which is which is common for them and then had my door speakers and holy good lord um yeah i would never do that nowadays i guarantee i could put one sub in a car and get way louder than i ever was with yeah. with those three yeah but i was i was an idiot i was young i didn't know any better and uh <laughs> so i just built these big ass sealed boxes and uh, kept cutting them down till it sounded like I wanted it to sound. Seal them back up. Cut it down. Seal it up. Um, so, yeah, but that was sealed box days. That was a long time ago. Many yep. moons ago, as they say. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Steve, what, what are your thoughts on base race, top dog, cyclone, uh, formats that you're not familiar with? I'm not familiar with them. I know base <laughs> race is you go head to head, not yeah. you, you race up to a certain DB. To get the closest to like 130, 140. Right. But, 160. Yeah. But remember, it's a it's a continuous average. Right? Yeah. So so you as so you a judge. To... So you as a judge, you need to understand that because yeah. in today's market, I believe the way to bring in new people is through right. base race and top dog and cyclone. Yeah, it seems that way. I got to get more familiar with it. Yep. Like I said, this was my f back when I did DB drag. We had DB drag. Yep. Five right. classes, seven it. classes, yeah. something like that. That was it. There was nothing more than that. Yep. So, um, and, and once again, if you. And this show, this, this weekend, that's what I ran. Oh, that's all you ran was DB drag at this show this weekend? Yeah, we got rained out. We oh. got rained out. We couldn't even do brackets. It started pouring and it stopped, wasn't stopping until 2 a.m. So we were had to get out of there and we were in a field. So so I, I've been in that situation before at Autorama, as a matter of fact. And I was like, guys, look, we're coming back tomorrow anyway. Let's finish brackets up tomorrow. No, nah, we're fine sitting in our cars. You just keep going out there. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care no, about me at all. Yeah. No, it wasn't that me that packed up. It was everybody else that left because the field we were on was kind of hilly. Oh, okay. And it's grass. And a lot of these cars are heavy. Uh, yeah, thank <laughs> you. up the hill. I couldn't even get my Scion. I, when I got on my trailer, it was barely wet. My Scion started sliding back and forth on the trailer. Wow. I'm spinning the tires. Wow. Um, let me... I, I was like, God, oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to pull up, uh, speaking of judges and whatnot and becoming a judge, um, Ray was um, uh, he was doing training for judges this weekend. He was doing an event. He said it was really good. They haven't had any shows for three years, so they lost. Yeah. They used to get, they had some pretty good momentum prior to that. So they only had 13 total competitors. But, hey, it's their first show. Um, he was training two judges. Uh, they were Javier and Luis. Um, and of the 13 competitors, they set four world records, uh, pro stock, two K pro stock, five K pro stock, no limit, um, oh. and extreme class. 
So they set records in all those classes, and they introduced Top Dog and Cyclone to the Brazilian people, uh, um, you know, so that they now understand those show that that format. So that format. you know, we are trying to grow as a DB drag and a car audio competition because we want to share with right. the more people we share with, right? If we get those guys from Brazil ship their cars here for World Finals too, I'm sure you remember uh, Steve Oki used to uh, get a rent a car. Right. Every year. So Build he would compete it. all year, then get a rent a car, fly fly across the ocean, get a rent a car, build it, and then compete with that rent a car. Yeah. I think a couple of times he actually uh brought his car from Germany. He brought it yeah, I think one yeah. time. Was it one time? Yeah, he had that uh like box truck Marabella thing. Wasn't it? Yeah. That must have been but uh, uh, the last Germans I remember that were there was that uh, was it that VW bus, the gray one. Mm, I don't remember that I, one. I think it might have been a, yeah, yeah, okay. It was almost like a Toyota. I think, oh, was uh, it? Van, I, I remember I the VW yellow one was the Zapco van with the Sherman right. Vegas or right. something. That was Big Jim, I think. That was Big yeah, Jim, that was, was Big called. Jim. But yeah, okay. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the last then time the Germans it was they had BS that, uh, sound maybe. BS? Right, yeah, yeah, I think it was. TV it was gray. Writing, yeah. yeah, it was BS. Okay, so my memory's not that bad. <laughs> it's there. I still remember some things. I can retain some things. Yeah, yeah. that was back when uh, the overseas guys were, were bringing their vehicles over. Yeah, two yeah. three months in advance. Yeah, yeah. they'd sit yeah. at port forever. Yes, they would. <laughs> They'll be working on our vehicles to try to catch them. <laughs> and, in that BS van, no one ever did. Well, they did now, but it took a while. <laughs> yeah, the uh, what was it? The guys from Finland or whatever, um, uh, with that black Volvo, uh, Hal. He, his oh, okay. his was loud as hell, and yep. uh, I asked him about. It. He goes, he goes, dude, we live in ice. There's nothing we get to do like half the year. <laughs> So we just think right. about and work on our car for right. eight months straight. <laughs> so how is it not going to be the loudest in the world? <laughs> so yeah, that's what he used to tell me back in the days. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, we are running up. We're at 50 minutes right now. Uh, we got some other yeah. things to talk about too. Uh, you want to hit him with the last question to him and then we'll talk and finish up this okay. thing. Yeah. Hey Steve. So um, we want to know, uh, what your definition of a base head is? I'm gonna, I'll say someone that's dedicated and just wants to keep getting louder no matter what it, if it's demo, if it's SPL vehicles, if they just strive to get louder and do what they can without going broke, honestly. <laughs> this what can that's, that's make you broke. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm looking at, I got subs all over my garage right now and a year ago, <laughs> they weren't here. Yeah. I had my Mustang in my garage a year ago. Now it's in storage. And now I got a Scion. <laughs> That's worth about $1,200 besides, <laughs> never mind, minus the equipment in my garage. Oh, and yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that, so, did you see that meme that was on Facebook the other day? Uh, something about like, like jewelry yes. and it said, uh, this is expensive. And the um, then the turbo guys are saying, yep. that's nothing. Check this out. And then the SPL guy was like, hold my beer. 
you know? Yeah. There's, there's something like hold my beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So. And I have the bottom two. I have the bottom two hobbies. <laughs> the, the fast oh. cars and the car stereo. And fast cars are being put away right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the fast cars aren't cheap either. That's for dang nope. sure. Um, I, I'm kind of still working on mine pieces at yep. a time. Um, I just don't have time, so I got to pay people to do it. And um, since I'm not pushing on those people, they aren't pushing to get it done, you know? You can still do that in California? So my whole family <laughs> lives in Reno. There you go. Never so, mind. <laughs> I'm just saying um, the parts I have may, you know, I may be saying this just for comedic effect. Some of my parts may have came across the border illegally. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can ship you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, Nathan yeah. Munson uh, told me he'd come out here and help me uh, add a, a couple turbos to it if I wanted. Um, anyway, hey, speaking of yeah. which, uh, if you guys know Nathan or I mean, you guys have definitely seen him if you've been part of this show for a while. Um, he's uh, going through a little bit of a hard time right now. He's been in the hospital for the last few days. Uh, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, he was scheduled to get a kidney transplant, and uh, things did not go well uh, prior to the surgery. So luckily it wasn't a, a transplant-related problem. It's, you know, previous to that. So uh, keep him in your prayers. Uh, I'm sure everything will work out. You know, it took him a long time to get the uh, – the donor match. Now he's got the donor match. Now he's got to get healthy enough to accept the new kidney. So all that stuff's awesome. I really, you know, like I said, um, he's one of the smartest dudes I've ever met in this car audio stuff. And uh, whenever I hang around guys like that, you know, he's, um, I like to be the dumbest guy in the room. And whenever I'm with uh, Nathan Munson, definitely feel dumb. <laughs> So uh, that part's all good. I, I enjoy it. I mean, like I said, he's a good dude. Uh, keep him and his family in your prayers if that's uh, where you guys go with this stuff. Um, Steve, how do people talk to you, get a hold of you, have you do a show, whatnot? What's the best way? Okay, just call me on my phone, 401-480-6657. Okay. Email um, me either way. Email. What's your email? SLS. 073 at verizon.net verizon.net didn't <laughs> they stop making those <laughs> i still have a people pc Dude, i'm still on aol <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> i still have a people pc email that i haven't deactivated yet oh, so. i don't even know what that is but <laughs> uh so that that was the first one like it was like tivo it hooked up to your tv it wasn't even a computer and you can only use it to surf the internet or go to chat rooms. Wow. So. Uh, we'll go MySpace too? I, I never did a MySpace. Me but I look at MySpace every once in a while, and there's still people active on it. Not many, but there are That's people a, active like on now? it. Yeah, like wow. now. Oh. I don't know what they're doing on it being active, but they're there. That's funny. Yep. And, and, you know, and the other thing is I can relate to you. So uh, another love I have is bowling, as most of the people that watch this and listen to this uh, no. know. And, uh, you know, I took 22 years off of bowling. 
family stuff. You know, it was time to do other things in my life. Um, now I'm back to bowling. I'm actually on May 13th. I'm going to go try and bowl a professional tournament. I bowled my oh, first 300 okay. the other day. Um, nice. We got, you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm going like you, you know, uh, I told my wife when she said, hey, do you want to join a bowling league? I go, you do realize what you're saying, right? I just <laughs> want to make this clear before I join this bowling league, where we're going with this. Because, you know, I, I competed at a professional level back in the 80s and, not, really? and, and the first 90s. And, um, and like I said, um, you know, when she said, hey, do you want to join a league? I was like, I just, I, I'm not going to half-ass this thing. Right, that's can't do it. So you don't do something half ass. So here I am buying two, three bowling balls a month. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm bowling. You know, um, if you bowl a league, you bowl a hundred games a year. Okay, that's what a league is. Okay, I bowl four leagues, and then Ooh. on top of that, I bowled so many tournaments last year. I bowled five hundred and sixty-five tournament games, not wow. including my practice. So I'm just saying, I, I understand the, yeah. I ain't going halfway into this thing. Um, so, you know, that's how it is. Uh, so, um, so what areas will you be judging if somebody would like to, uh, have you come out and judge a show for them? Down in Pennsylvania this year, I mean, uh, this weekend and I, I, I'll cover all of New England, New York, and I guess Pennsylvania if I need to. Okay, so I I told you uh, we do have uh, we get like like thirty downloads uh, a week out of New York area. So okay. um, definitely, if you guys are in New York and you guys want to have a show or you have a location to yeah. have a show, uh, get mm -hmm. a hold of Steve here and um, yeah. we'll teach him about base race and whatnot. And, yeah, gotta uh, learn. Yeah, and, and I promise you, once you learn base race um, and top dog and whatnot. You will find that that'll be your bring people in, right? And then guys that want to get super serious, uh, they'll go into the DB drag and yeah, that and, part I kind of got down. That that didn't lose memory. I didn't lose memory on that. <laughs> but it's funny you brought up bowling because my wife's at her bowling um, dinner. Oh yeah, the uh, award yeah, ceremony or whatever. Right Where a bunch of girls just. No, they're probably just drinking at the bar, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe eating something, I don't know, but it's funny. Do they have seasons too? Kind of like sports does? Like is it a So yeah, so so months? bowling goes uh August to um May. So oh, it's okay. 34 weeks long. And then they have the summer season which is only 15 weeks long, and that starts oh, okay. April, you know, Aprilish. To you know, early August at latest, we usually so get, get two weeks off. Weeks off. <laughs> so you get you usually get two weeks off after each season. So you only yeah. take four weeks off of the year, other than holidays. <laughs> so that's that's a lot. <laughs> so Damn. so I bowl four leagues. Yeah, I practice one day, and I bowl. I try to bowl two to three tournaments a weekend. Oh, nice. So, um, but I've gotten way better, and I continue to improve, and therefore, 
I, I kind of enjoy it. Just saying. Damn. I hear Alan Riley. You remember Alan? Uh, yeah. Me and Alan talk often. Um, but that punk, he From, uh, he gets the bull. Yeah, he gets the bull with uh, with some PBA Hall of Famers though. Really? Yeah, every week. <laughs> oh wow! It's, uh, professional bowling Hall of Famers, and I mean that's really oh. tough. Oh, and um, <laughs> those professional bowlers actually have a podcast too, and uh-huh. um, they talk about Allen on there all the time, going. He's only, you know, only shoots a 200 average, but when he bowls against me, you know, he shoots 250 and 260. <laughs> so You're closer to three. Yeah, yeah, that's well, 260 that's means you only miss two strikes. Yeah. Out of 12. So, and if you're averaging 260, that means you miss six out of 36, which is not a lot of misses. Right. Um, but anyway. Yeah, like I said, uh, it was great meeting you, Steve. Uh, hope uh, you guys learned yep. something. If you guys need a judge out in the New England yeah. area, Pennsylvania, New York, um, please contact Steve. We're going to try and get some more legends on here to talk about old times. Um, we did have Bobby Riley on because yep. Alan was busy bowling, so he didn't come on. <laughs> Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so we got so we got Bobby on a couple weeks ago. Um yeah. and Bobby's a good dude too. You know, I mean obviously you know the O'Reilly yeah. the Riley brothers, right? So um You're gonna try to get Shaker on. That'd be funny. Oh, you get me in contact with him, I will have him on. Yeah. And I will tell you I will tell you, um I'll uh, text you his number right now. All right. <laughs> I, I will tell you I did talk to Danny Britton. And he said, really? are you sure you want me on? <laughs> <laughs> there were some problems with Danny through the days. I'm just saying. Yeah. Those problems with everybody back then, you know. There were. Uh, you know, and then uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he went by Porn Star. I don't remember him. Oh, yeah. He had a big old star on the side of his shoulder, and it said Porn above it. And his, his actually comp- competition name was Porn Star. Um, yeah, and I can't remember if he was like extreme two or something, uh, but he was, he was actually a legit porn star that competed in DB drag. Really? Yeah. So, you know, I'd like to talk to him because, man, I bet he's got all kinds of inappropriate, uh, stories (laughs) to tell on this. It's a family show. If he did one to two back in the day, um, guaranteeing that, uh, Shaker could tell you who he is. Yep, and then Jaime De La Paz. I'm gonna talk to yeah. talk to him about coming on again, wow. you know, um, because he's coming back, right? So let's mm-hmm. we'll let's get some of the legends out here. I mean, we've had Gary Killian, Don Hebig. Yeah. Oh, Arthur Shaker Turgion. <laughs> Here's his home number. He sent me his home number. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you better warn him that I'm talking. That like I'm gonna call him. Away. You better warn him that I'm gonna Somebody call him. I will. I'll let him know. All right. That's um, funny. I gotta watch that one. That'll be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 talk to him. Maybe I'll get him on next week. Right. There you go. Um. Anyway, uh, I do appreciate you for coming in. Um, Jeffrey and I were talking. We are gonna. We do have a basic price structure set up. We got to put it on paper. Uh, right below myself. Right below Jeffrey over there. Oh, right over there. Um, we have those spots available to pick up sponsors. We'll put sponsors on here. 
uh, on our uh, podcast. If you guys please would help us out, share and like this thing. Uh, if you enjoy the content, you know, share and like us on uh, YouTube also. Let's grow the YouTube channel. It'll be awesome to see that thing grow. It is. We did get a lot more views on YouTube. Typically, I only have about three or four views on YouTube when I'm live. But I, um, this stream, I was holding pretty steady at about nine or ten. So uh, I appreciate you guys watching on YouTube too. Uh, we do have the Facebook thing. Um, if you guys want to send us a tip, remember Jeffrey and I are going to share that 100%. You can send it to us at Venmo at Sonic FX and Cash App dollar sign Sonic FX and just put in there uh, tips for the host or podcast or anything like that. We'll split those up. Uh, costs do get incurred. Um, you know, we cover the cost. If you guys don't pay anything, we'll still cover the cost. We do this because we think it's a benefit to the car audio community. We hope you guys enjoy this. Hope you guys learn something. Um, Jeffrey, what do we got coming up for you? Uh, next show I have uh, at Crossfire is going to be Saturday, May 21st. Um, still working out the details on that. Um, I got a couple of uh, guys from SoCal hitting me up uh, wanting to do an event. I think it's sometime in august some of the uh team gorilla hertz guys they okay. want to do a multi-point event down there multi-org um so they just need to get that worked out uh, i've been approached by a couple promoters in uh, oklahoma wanting to do a, a multi-organization uh event as well so be on the lookout okay. for that everything uh, that i that i get on the uh, calendar i'm going to let you guys know about first and uh you know so hopefully we'll be uh, it'll be a busy year Yep, and we also have May 21st down in Hollister area. Uh, for you guys out in Fresno in that area, it's not that bad of a drive. Uh, we don't do the multi-orgs with Sonic FX. I only do DB drag. Um, man, I couldn't imagine doing multi-orgs with, I mean, because I'm already getting, you know, 55, 60 entries. Um, man, to add another organization, I think would be tough for me. The logistics on that, it's, it's really tough but it's it's doable i think uh you were there for uh slam slam was multi-organization right but you have multiple was, judges yeah and you yeah. don't do multiple judges when oh, you do yours right right, right. no it, it is multiple judges so oh, oh okay oh if that's, that's the case why. oh speaking of which right. autorama last weekend next year of april we will do autorama again and um, I am strongly considering bringing in uh, Ray Pimley uh, so we can do multi-orgs. So we'll have Iaska and DB Drag at that event, most likely, Ooh. for you guys that are interested. Nice. So, um, all right, guys, uh, what show are you going to be at next, Steve? Or do you have a show that you're going to go to? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a 1X event up in uh, Fairfield, Maine, um, okay. on this side day coming up okay. at Exclusive Auto Sounds. All right. And yep, Bob. Yep. All right. I'll make sure to tell them to uh, tune into this week in car audio. You know, when you're there yep. and help us grow our channel. Um, if you ever have anything question-wise, more than welcome to call me, and I will help you out. Um, also, if um, you have some big event that's coming up or whatnot, I mean Jeffrey before he was a guest, uh, before he was a host, uh, we brought him on to talk about his events too right. when he had some big events coming up. So, you know, this is about not just the West Coast or not just Texas. This is about the whole world. And we right. want to, you know, we want to make car audio a better place. Right. So I agree. 
Um, if you guys need anything or whatever, just uh, hit me up. If you guys have a suggestion for a guest, you can hit me up in my messages. You can hit up Jeffrey, call Jeffrey, me up myself. Uh, let us know with a, a, a guest that you might think would be awesome to have on here. We'll uh, try and get him on and see if we can't do that. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys again next week at 5.30 p.m. California time. Once again, the only time that does matter. Um, but we appreciate you guys tuning in, and hopefully we'll get to see you next week. Uh, once again, thank you uh, from This Week in Car Audio.